Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I am very excited for this episode because I like to do a New Year's themed episode every year. And this one feels especially special to me because I am approaching it very differently than I have in the past. And I think that's a good thing because I don't know about you, but I tend to enter every new year with this perception that I need to have all of these goals, all of these dreams, all of these resolutions, and therefore that all of my podcast episodes need to be centered around all of the things I want to achieve in the upcoming year. And I don't think there's anything wrong with having goals and resolutions. You'll hear me talk about some of mine for 2024 in this episode, but I think what I have recognized this year through achieving some goals and totally failing at some others is that it's not the goals themselves that matter. It's the way that we approach the new year that matters. And I really want to focus on that as the topic of today's episode. I'll be going through a little bit of what happened to me in 2023, as well as kind of how I want to go into 2024. And yes, like I said, I'll be talking about goals and doing that normal thing. But again, I really want to keep the focus less on the achievements I want to have or the outcomes I want to attain and more so on how I want to feel going into the new year. And I'm sharing all of this in hopes that you might feel inspired as you look into the new year to maybe approach your year a little bit differently than we might have been taught in the past. So without further ado... Let's go ahead and get into it. I know it has been a bit since I recorded, so I'll start with a quick life update. Honestly, not too much to report since my last episode, I don't think. I am recording this on December 28th, so the new year is in a few days. Work has been work. I have had a very light couple of weeks just because of the holidays, so that's been nice. And... As far as my program goes, trying to figure out the last rotation that I'm going to take for the last six months of the program before getting into whatever comes next. So it's a lot of, you know, thinking through career goals and I feel like it's coming at a good time with the new year, but it's also a little overwhelming. So that has definitely been something that while the workload has been less Uh, kind of the thoughts of the future have definitely been getting to me. So hopefully that will kind of subside soon as I figure out that last rotation in the next week or two. But outside of work, still very busy with marathon stuff, figuring that out because I am going to be running it the, I don't even know what day it is. This is probably not good. I believe it's the second weekend in February. So We are down to less than two months, six weeks, five weeks, somewhere in that range. And I'm not going to lie, it is definitely taking a toll on me. (laughs) I'm getting to the point where I am just kind of burnt out and yet I still have a lot of training to do. I'm following this training plan that has me doing like increasing mileages every week up until the last two or three weeks. So I'm almost there, but it's rough. So that has been keeping me very busy as well. And of course, I'm just still trying to figure out my health outside of that. I know that I talked a lot earlier this year about some health issues I was having. 
And I kind of stopped talking about it because honestly, for a while, I was just giving up on that because <laughs> I wasn't really getting answers. And I thought maybe if I just stop thinking about it for a while, my issues will disappear. And, you know, if only it was that easy, but the issues are still issuing. And I've been kind of getting back into trying to figure out what to do about them. So that has been something else that has been weighing on me a little bit. Um, and I'm making this all out to seem like it's all like negative. And I think that is where my mindset has been. But speaking it out loud makes me realize, you know, it's not all so bad. I have so much to be grateful for. And honestly, I try to remember that every day, even through all of this that I could be portraying as negative things that I'm going through. I think the fact that I have a stable job, the fact that I can focus on my health, the fact that I can get help when I need it for different areas of my life, like all of that and more is out there to be grateful for. So I'm trying to keep that positive attitude, but it has been a little tough lately. So I just wanted to be real about that. Um, those are kind of a few of the things that have been on my mind, but I think it really also transitions nicely into how I want to approach 2024 differently. But before we get into 2024 and how I want to approach it, I want to start with some reflection on 2023. Because I think if you can't tell, I've been in kind of this negative headspace. I've felt really hard on myself because especially in looking back at some of the things I thought I would achieve this year, things that I wanted to achieve, and seeing that I didn't necessarily do everything I wanted to and that not everything went according to plan, it definitely has made me question myself and my abilities and all of that fun stuff. And I hate saying that because it's sad, but I think I hold myself to these unrealistic standards and a lot of us do, but no matter you know what prevented me from reaching my goals and hitting my own standards, I will still be hard on myself for not doing everything I wanted. So I've definitely had some trouble when reflecting on 2023 to see it in that positive light. So this is going to be my attempt at shifting things to be more positive. But the reason I share this is because I want it to just hopefully be relatable in the sense that if you're looking back on your year and not feeling super great about it, you're not alone. I think so many people try to make it so positive, like, oh, think about all the things you achieved in 2023. Think about all the lessons you learned. Like, it was a great year. And, you know, when you look on social media and see everyone's Instagram posts about their 2023 highlights, that's exactly what they are. They're, they're highlight reels. And, you know, it's so easy to start comparing and to start thinking, well, everyone else had a better year than I did. And truth is, like, we all have had our issues this year, every year. And it's hard to remember that, like, it's okay to not feel the best about it. But there are ways to kind of shift that mindset. So let me talk a little bit about a few things that I was able to do in 2023 given the circumstances I found myself in. As I mentioned earlier, I've kind of gone through a lot with my health this year that I'm going to just say 
made it very challenging to achieve a lot of the goals I set out for myself. And I am scared to say that because I think compared to a lot of people in the world, maybe my issues are not that severe. And like, obviously I can live my daily life and I can, you know, do things and achieve things still, but I still have felt like my health and whatever it is that's going on is holding me back. And so I spent a lot of the year focused on that. And I'd say that in itself is an achievement because even though it feels like on the surface, like uh, that prevented me from doing a lot of things, taking the time to focus on it and actually put in the work to figure out what's going on with me feels like something I can walk out of the year saying like, I did that. I prioritized myself when it would have been really easy not to for many reasons. Like I was so tempted for a lot of the year to just ignore my issues because to be honest with you, going to the doctor, trying to figure out what's wrong with you, not only is it mentally exhausting and not only does it take up a ton of time, but it's expensive. And of course, a lot of the places I was going didn't take insurance. And if they did, like I had to meet my deductible still. So I was like, you know, paying hundreds of dollars just to go get an initial evaluation for something. And oftentimes those evaluations didn't turn into anything. So it felt like for a long time I was just spending all this money finding really no answer. And that was really frustrating to me. And not to mention, like I said, it does take a toll mentally on you. And I was already feeling exhausted because of whatever was going on. And so to have to deal with all of that on top of it and not getting answers and paying all this money and trying to figure out insurance and trying to figure out different doctors and, you know, getting them to believe you. That's another thing. It's like, it's so frustrating when you go somewhere and explain your concerns to someone and they don't take you seriously or they just try to put a band-aid over the problem saying, just take this medication and you'll be fine. And I have a lot of those experiences too. So I don't mean to get into my whole health situation here again, but I think it was a huge thing that impacted my 2023, still is. And even though all of that happened, I still kept going. I kept trying different places. I kept trying different solutions and I still am. It's an ongoing journey. So I wish I could sit here and say, I figured out what it is that's causing my issues, but uh, I did not. I'm, I'm still working on it and I'm not sure if there's one thing. I think at this point, I'm convinced there's a lot that's going into it and it's not that easy, but that's okay. We're, we're getting through it. And I think I wanted to talk about that first because that kind of being the foundation of my year makes everything else I did feel like it was more of an accomplishment because I did the things that I did on top of dealing with this constant health stuff. Because when it's your health, it's like you can't just stop thinking about it. You can't just stop living with it. It's just your daily life 24-7. It's everything you're going through. So the fact that I was still able to do things, even if they were not the things I wanted to do, even if I didn't do 
everything that I had set out for myself, I still have to be proud of myself for achieving what I did. I guess, you know, from a brand standpoint, that's something I've been incredibly hard on myself for because as you know, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, I've been very inconsistent with episodes and that's been something I've struggled with with for years, honestly. But I thought this was going to be the year where I finally figured that out. And yet I did a lot of things with my brand this year. I started Genuine Gains as its own new brand. I launched my website. I started teaching yoga classes. I got my personal training certification and I still kept up with podcast episodes. I did some things with my book. So I did a lot with my brand. And it's interesting how our minds instantly go to, well, what did I not do with whatever it is that I'm working on? But when I look at the year, and even if I wasn't as consistent as I wanted to be, seeing that I still started this this new venture on top of everything else is something to be proud of. I, you know, also made a lot of progress at work. Even though I'm still, you know, in the same program beginning and end of year, I feel like I've really grown a lot in my confidence at work, in my, obviously, skills in different areas and in just understanding different things that I like and that I don't like. And so that's something that can be said for the year. I also feel like I really started, especially toward the latter half of the year, uh, just getting out of my comfort zone socially. I definitely put myself in some uncomfortable situations, um, both friendship-wise, relationship-wise, like with all kinds of different people. And I'd say that has been something that has really helped me grow over the past several months, because as we all know, that is an area of my life I've kind of neglected in the past. And so being able to really make my social life a priority actually has felt kind of nice and has felt like I have, you know, done some things with my life. Even if it's not a tangible, like, you know, achievement, I think it's still something that can be said for the year. I'm going to stop there because I don't just want to ramble on about things I did this year. I could go on about things that I did, things that I did not do, but I think, again, overall message here is not to say, like, hey, I did all these things. It's more so to say, like, hey, I did things while still going through hardships, and, you know, the health thing is just what I focused on, but we all have a ton of different challenges facing our lives, and I think really putting that at the core of your year. Yeah, it might sound negative, but when you're reflecting on your year, I encourage you to kind of think about the challenges you faced first and then understand like how much you were able to do given the challenges you faced. Because when you look at it like that, you really start to see that like, wow, you were really strong. You really pushed through and you really like did things, even if they are not things that you can measure, even if they're not like these huge life changes. Being able to say like, yeah, I got out of bed every day. I went to work. I went to school. I talked to people. I focused on one area of my life. Like that is all something to be proud of because we all go through things. And I think 
just recognizing how strong we really are and how much we have been able to achieve given whatever circumstances we're in is really important. So that is me on my soapbox about that. But I want to spend the majority of the time here today chatting through 2024 and kind of how I want to bring this more positive mindset into the new year. Going into 2024, the first thing that I'm really trying to keep in mind goes off of my last point, which is the fact that there will inevitably be challenges that pop up during the year and perhaps challenges that affect me the entire year. And I know that sounds super negative to start with when we're thinking about a new year. And I just said, I'm going to try and have a positive spin on this, but just stick with me. Okay. I am thinking this way because going into 2023, going into all of these past years, really, I never really think about that. And I think there's something to be said for that too. Like, obviously you don't want to dwell on anything that could go wrong or anything you might face, but I think it's also important to be realistic. And even if you don't know what your challenges are going to be, being able to say like, hey, you know, this year, as with any year, it'll throw some things at me that I probably won't expect, that I probably won't necessarily enjoy. Keeping that in mind is really important because for me, I think I was a little naive going into this past year thinking, oh, well, you know, I can just figure everything out. It's going to be fine. I won't really have anything getting in my way from me achieving all of these 50 goals that I'm setting for myself. And because I didn't even really think about any challenges arising, I set all of these lofty goals for myself that I wasn't able to achieve because challenges got in the way. With that in mind, going into the new year, I'm also trying to remind myself that while there will be challenges I face, there is also a lot of time, hopefully, left to overcome things and to achieve goals. I think I also put such lofty goals in place in the past because I kind of get this feeling a lot that I'm in a rush to achieve everything that I could ever want for myself. And it's the sense that I'm running out of time, that I'm getting old, that I don't have enough time to do all the things I want to do. And obviously I'm in a very fortunate position because I'm 23. I've hopefully got many years left to achieve things, but it's crazy how regardless of age, we can sit here and feel like we have to achieve everything right now or everything in one year. And we don't really consider that, you know, there are hopefully going to be many years left for us to achieve things. And that's not to say that we shouldn't start working on things and try to go for our goals. But I think I can overwhelm myself sometimes with the amount of stuff that I want to achieve in one year. And it's really unrealistic to expect myself, given challenges, given everything else going on, that I could achieve every little thing I want in my life in the span of one year. So going into 2024, I'm trying to remember, you know, when I'm thinking about what I want the year to be, I don't necessarily need to be setting a ton of goals. I don't need to be expecting myself to achieve a ton of things because I have time and progress is what matters most, not necessarily the outcome at this moment. I also think when I'm thinking about goals and things of that nature, I don't really want all of them to have this end date. 
of the end of 2024 or any time within 2024. Like some of them definitely will have an end date and that's just how goals work. But I think there are a lot of things that we don't necessarily have to view as being only year-long goals and kind of time boxing ourselves into that can again add that pressure and that sense of overwhelm and that sense of being rushed and like we're running out of time and I just want to avoid that at all costs so I am trying to kind of look at some of my thoughts and goals for next year as not necessarily having that end date and just remembering that I have time and a new year doesn't have to mean you know, everything has to just be done in that year. I also, going off that point, am trying to decrease the number of goals and resolutions I set for myself in 2024, which might seem obvious given what I've just said, but I think that in the past, again, I've tried to kind of bite off more than I can chew. Looking in my old journal from the beginning of this year, it is just crazy to look at how I sectioned out all of my goals by different areas of my life. And I literally had at least five things in each aspect, like work, I had several things. I had several things in my brand, which is separate from my full-time job. I had several things in my health. I had several things in hobbies, relationships, friendships. The list goes on. And there's just no way that I could have done all of that and stayed any ounce of mentally sane. So this year, I'm really, really trying to not overwhelm myself by just having, you know, a few areas that I want to focus on, maybe specific goals within each, but nothing crazy because that I think also overwhelmed me throughout the year. But also looking back, it's easy to feel like you haven't done enough when you're comparing yourself against a hundred goals you set at the beginning of the year. So trying to uh, set my future self up for success there. And I guess just to finish out how I'm trying to shift my mindset going into the upcoming year, I am really just trying to focus on how I feel in 2024 rather than necessarily all of the outcomes and achievements that happen to me. Again, still want to have some goals. I'm not trying to say like, don't have goals, don't have things you want to achieve, but just as someone who has always been so goal-oriented and such an achiever and such a workaholic, I am trying to shift that mindset by kind of telling myself it doesn't always have to be about that. So that's why I'm saying all of this. Trust me, I'm very good at setting goals. I just am trying not to do too much of that in the new year. I'm more so trying to focus on goals that relate to how I feel. I'm trying to focus on feeling my best. I'm trying to focus on finding things and people that make me happy and that make me feel fulfilled. And I think that can be really tricky to put into a goal form because it's not really quantifiable. It might not be super specific. And oftentimes we don't even know what it is that's going to make us feel our best. That's why I also have struggled because in the past, in the beginning of the year, I'll set these goals for myself of things that I want to achieve. And as I kind of go through the process of achieving them, I realize I don't actually really enjoy the process of achieving these things. Like there are things that sounded great on the surface and then I kind of start going through them. And 
I'm just not super happy. I'm not feeling my best. And sometimes I finish them out and I achieve them. Sometimes I quit in the middle and don't do anything with them. But I think it's really hard sometimes to set these super specific goals for achievements when oftentimes we don't even know if we're going to enjoy the things that we want to do. And that is something I really want to be mindful of. I want to open myself up to opportunities and kind of try to find what it is that makes me feel my best, that makes me feel happy. And so in order to do that, I can't really have all of these specific goals of like, oh, I want to achieve XYZ thing because I honestly don't really know if that's going to be what makes me happy. Like, yeah, I want to make more money. That's a goal I definitely have for myself. But I can't say right now for certain what kind of job it's going to be that I want to get there. Uh, I, that's something I'm going to continue to explore. So that's where my goals might seem a little more vague, a little less specific, a little less focused on achievements and outcomes, just because I'm trying to focus more on feeling my best and not necessarily just doing the things that will make me look the best. So I hope that wasn't super confusing and maybe it gave you something to think about when you're thinking about your new year. If you're finding yourself getting back into that habit of just, you know, writing smart goals or whatever it is, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think maybe taking some time to reflect on, you know, how you want to feel, how many goals you're setting, you know, making sure you're aware of the fact that there's probably more time than you're giving yourself credit for, or, you know, you might not be accounting for different situations going on in your life. Like just trying to add that element of um, realism to your goals is always, I think, important too. So hopefully this gave you something to think about. I want to quickly end off the episode by kind of going through a few categories of my life that I do want to improve in 2024 kind of using these points that I just made to give you a few examples. So I kind of mentioned this one first, so I'll keep going with it. But as far as my career goes, in 2024, I really want to find a career that I feel good in. I'm not going to say perfect because obviously no job is perfect and everyone has their bad days, but I want to find a job that just makes me feel a sense of purpose and that actually helps people every day. I'm not saying I don't have that right now. I don't want this to get taken the wrong way. Um, And again, in this program I'm in, I'm really getting familiar with different areas that make me feel this way, different areas that don't make me feel this way. And so whatever ends up happening with the program, I definitely want to end up in a spot that just is enjoyable to me, something that I feel I can help people through, something I can feel at least somewhat skilled in. Um, But yeah, I also financially want to be in a better spot at the end of next year than I am right now. And that's something that, yes, is absolutely affected by my job. It can also be affected by things like my brand. It can also be affected by how I budget and invest. And so all of those things, I definitely want to make a priority in 2024 because this year, again, (laughs) has been a little bit tough financially, not to say that I'm poor or anything like that. I'm very lucky. Um, But I think a lot of expenses have come up that I just, I guess, 
no one really expects them, but it can be hard when you feel like you're constantly being hit with all of this stuff and you just feel like, you know, if you made a little more money, you might be in a better, a slightly better mental state. (laughs) I know money doesn't buy happiness, but it can certainly help, I'd say. I guess going along with kind of career and this brand specifically, I feel like every year I have such big visions for Genuine Girl, Genuine Gains, whatever it is at the time. And I love that about myself, but I think I can also get, again, really hard on myself because inevitably all of the visions I set for myself with my brand in January do not end up coming to fruition by December. Things always turn out differently than I expect at the beginning of the year. And so going into 2024, I really don't want to put all this pressure on myself to have my brand looking a certain way. I just kind of want to go with it. I want to see kind of what I naturally gravitate toward, what I naturally enjoy, and just kind of go in that direction and see what happens. Because I'm still at the point where I'm trying to figure out what I really want this brand to be, what I really enjoy about it, what might not feel super aligned, and I want to continue exploring that in 2024 rather than putting this pressure on myself to go a certain direction and and stay there. And I think that's the beautiful thing about doing this kind of thing, this kind of side hustle business while I'm young, is that like I have the ability to kind of try different things and see what fits and what doesn't. And to those who have been along with me on this ride, thank you so much because I know it can't be easy seeing me constantly change direction, but the fact that you're here, it seriously means so much to me and I could go down a very sappy route with that. So I'm going to stop, but thank you. Okay. Um, I don't even know how to transition from that, but I guess moving away from career, I definitely have kind of goals in terms of friendships and relationships as far as continuing to put myself out there and put myself in situations that, I mean, obviously like safe situations, but situations that are out of my comfort zone, um, just trying to say yes to more, trying to keep myself open to opportunities and really put out good energy because I think what I've realized about myself is that I can come across very closed off. I can come across, I guess, mysterious, private. I don't know. It, it is funny. I always say that. It's funny because I have a podcast and yet when you talk to me in real life, you might not really know much about me because I just don't naturally, I guess, share a lot about myself. I try to be a listener rather than a talker, but Anyway, this is getting off topic. What I'm trying to say is that sometimes the energy that I put out there when I'm talking to people is not necessarily the most open. And it's not because I don't want to get to know people or build relationships with people because that is actually exactly what I want to do. But a lot of people kind of, I guess, turn away because they think I'm not interested or because they think I don't want to talk to them. When in reality, I do. I just have not been the best about showing that open and accepting energy. And so I'm really trying to focus on finding ways to cultivate that and allow myself to be open to that because that's also what's going to bring me 
the people and the things that are meant to be in my life. And if I'm just constantly in the state of blocking people off, blocking things off, then I'm never going to really thrive in this area and I'm never really going to find what is uh, meant for me, I guess, if you want to get all woo-woo. Anyway, so energy is big for me this year. I, again, can't really quantify that one, but it definitely goes along with the feeling, definitely goes along with kind of what state I want to achieve for myself by the end of the year and on an ongoing basis. Finally, as far as hobbies go, um, I I would say like hobbies and health are kind of in a similar category because so many of my hobbies revolve around health uh, and vice versa. But I think this year I actually did a pretty good job of having hobbies and again of focusing on my health and so for 2024 I'm not really setting a ton of huge goals here I'm more so just saying like hey I want to continue making work-life balance a priority I want to continue these hobbies that I started in 2023 that I enjoy I want to continue of course focusing on my mental and physical health because I know that makes me happy that makes me feel good And so it's more so like I want to continue these things because I know that these are the things that make me feel good. And so, of course, I would want to continue those in 2024. And I'm not putting pressure on myself again to create these huge new goals with the things that make me feel my best. I kind of just want to maintain what I have and, you know, put that energy into other areas of my life that, you know, I feel like I could improve. So, I think that's important to bring up because sometimes I get the sense that we are kind of taught that we need to have goals for every single area of our life. We have to want to improve every little thing about our life. And I just, I don't always agree with that because I think sometimes we got to pat ourselves on the back for areas that already feel good. It's not to say that we're never going to want to change them, but if there's something that's working really well for you right now, don't feel like you have to change it or improve it just because it's a new year or you haven't done anything to improve it in a while. Like if it's working for you, it's working for you. And we already have so much else that we're thinking about. My thought process is like, I do not want to mess with something that's already doing well for me because trust me, there's not much in my life that I feel that way about. So it's like the few things that I feel some sense of control over and some sense of like, you know, positivity about, I'm like, we are not touching you. We are just going to maintain you. Anyway, that might've been a little dramatic, but it's who I am. So I hope that this again, kind of got your mind moving in a different way. I would love to chat more about New Year's resolutions, goals, thoughts, and would love to hear from you. So if you have any thoughts on this episode, any goals you'd like to share, feel free to reach out. You probably know where to find me if you've listened to this before, but if not, feel free to follow me on Instagram at Genuine Gains. Feel free to send me a DM, an email, all of that will be in the show notes. And again, I would love to hear from you, but overall, thank you. Thank you for just sticking with me this year. I truly feel like this brand, I always say this, but it has gotten me through so much in the past. Literally, it's going to be five years. This is crazy to me. Like I started this at the beginning of 2019. 
and look at us now. It's, it's cool. So thank you for being here and for helping me continue. And with that, I will probably talk to you in 2024 because let's be real with my inconsistency. I'm not posting another episode before the end of 2023. Okay. (laughs) I will talk to you all next year. Bye.